Blog Talk Radio. Welcome back to the Soul of America Radio for another week of broadcast. Tonight, you're in the ladies' room. Tonight's broadcast is brought to you by Blog Talk Radio, sponsored and hosted by the Soul of America Radio. Because of the adult nature of some topics, listener discretion is advised. And now, from the soul of America Radio Studios, we're taking you by the hand and guiding you in the ladies' room. Hi everyone, how you guys doing tonight? Today is March 26th, and we're here for another night in the ladies' room. How are you ladies doing, Joy and, and Gwen? Oh, no, it's all right. It's all good today. It's all good today. Yeah, it's all good today. I can't believe it's almost the end of the month. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Gone, gone, it's gone. Long. Okay, well, do y'all want to hear something crazy? Since I'm a comedian, I guess I'll tell you I'm crazy. <laughs> <laughs> you just said at the top of the show, a few seconds ago, it's March 26th. My Christmas tree is still up. My Christmas tree is still up. All the decorations <laughs> my box is decorated. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's about the funniest thing I done heard. You know, maybe we can do a show to motivate me to take my Christmas things down. But as the clock keeps ticking, I'm thinking, that's something I don't have to do this year. Oh, my God. <laughs> if you leave that tree up, we can have, <laughs> we can have Christmas in April at Joy. <laughs> oh, right. Now, me and my mother, we want to lift ours up until February. So. Now, that is hilarious. It was up this time last year when I met my husband. He took it down. So now we don't even look at it anymore. It, we don't even make jokes. It's, you know, when other people come over, they're like, is that your tree? <laughs> they can't believe it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm not sure. I want to take Christmas normal to you all. It is. It's like part of the furniture. <laughs> <laughs> that is hilarious. Yeah. Well, Joy, you know, and you need to probably put a, a sheet over it that way, you know, it won't get dusty. And you know, you you know how the uh, rich people do when they have the cabins up in the woods. They go in there and they pull all the sheets off the furniture, and it's like, okay, let's let's do it. So just you know, go on and put a sheet on there, and then when it's Christmas time, you just flop. Ta-da! Well, you know That's what? In the spirit of Trayvon, maybe I put a hoodie on it. Oh, Christmas tree hoodie. Oh, how about that? Oh, indeed. <laughs> You know what? Yeah. That could be the new product. We get Christmas tree hoodies, you know, for the holidays. Because I saw the other day this crazy commercial. You know, like most times we like to wear our low-rider pants, but we see other stuff that we don't need to see. They have a little shirt you can put over for your, like, low-rider area. So we can make some Christmas hoodies. Christmas hoodies. Okay, now. Well, they got, <laughs> now, they got skirts. See? So, look, well, if you see it on the commercial... For nineteen ninety nine, somebody's gonna be hating us. I laughed at that, but that was a good idea. 
That is hilarious. You have been on the road, have you, uh, Kavita and Joyce? Oh, that is quite an understatement. Yes, yes. Uh, let's see. I'll back up. Saturday I was back in Birmingham, but Friday I was in Vandosta, Georgia. Uh, mm-hmm. Was there performing. Then prior to that I was uh, on a personal trip in Michigan. So I can say I'm happy to be back home in my bed. I, I no longer have to Exactly. I, I can't steal my own Sophia, so that's really not fun. <laughs> we go to the hotel and take the leftover soap and stuff, you know. Right. <laughs> or maybe it's just I me. Okay, so I need a little part. You grab it. Yeah. Leftover conditioner, you know, you can give somebody that little shampoo set. You know, be it as a regifter. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I think at one time back, well, it's been a long time ago, it was back then, during, I think, uh, Hurricane Katrina right after. Uh, a lot of churches and organizations and uh, family reunions and different uh, entities like that were collecting those, um, collecting those, uh, then, you know, collecting that stuff and, you know, kind of helping people out, distributing them out uh, to people in need. Oh, man, I'm sorry. I have all the my stuff. I got a lot of money. Absolutely. Because I know our family reunion did it, and we collected, uh, oh, my goodness, I can't even, I don't even remember the amount of that stuff we collected, but uh, they were able to, uh, you know, get it to some people that actually could use it. And, you know, the thing is, when you don't have anything, uh, that's, you know, that, that that's something, uh, things like that that come to you um, seem like a lot. Exactly. Uh, they've been able to do that. <clears throat> And, you know, I saw Reverend Jesse Jackson. Uh, I think he was the one that was down in Florida. And there were so many people there that they had to uh, open up the outside because, you know, there's too many people to hold. Um, so they, they've had great support. And I pray that, you know, we all continue to do our part. I really hope that everyone has gone to the website. Uh, uh, I know Soul of America Radio has change, a link. So Right, change.org, right, and go and sign that petition. Uh, you know, that that's one way that, that we can um, aid that family in trying to get, you know, some closure to this, trying to get that man arrested and, um, you know, so, so they, can, they can see some justice for their son. Yeah, right, because um, well, what well, was crazy so to me? what did you ladies think about Zimmerman's black friend coming out saying that he wasn't a racist? Oh, he was black. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know yeah. that guy was. I mean, I hadn't seen it. I had just heard, you know, like on the radio, I heard somebody uh, talking about him, but I never knew that the person was black. Yeah, right. Black friend speaking on his behalf. Yeah. Well, now you know when stuff like that happens, you go pull out those one or two black friends that you do have. You know, because people like that, they love to say, "Oh, well, you know, I I'm, I have friends that are black." Some people may feel like that this person is a sellout. 
Oh, his friends. I know. I would feel like it, that if we have this case going on where this black person was murdered, you know, pretty much, and, and you know, the killer is still there free, but then you come out and say, oh, I don't think this killer did this thing. You know, I'm, right. I, I'm, I'm, you know, I just, from the facts that I have heard, yeah, I, don't I have a problem with it, too. I understand what I'm saying. I have a problem with it, too. Yeah. Uh, I have a problem with it, too. Interesting. Well, let me ask y'all this. Did y'all see where uh, they, you know, of course, that was this weekend, I think, they finally said what was the quote-unquote cause of Whitney Houston's death. Um, but not to harp on that. Um, but her sister, her ex-sister-in-law, Bobby Brown's sister, has so much come out and said that Ray J was the one that gave her the cocaine or that was supplying her with cocaine. She said that she had talked to Whitney on several occasions and had asked her, you know, what is Ray J to you? Why are you what is this little bo- little boy? Now, she kept calling this man a little boy. Now, I just hang around, you know, what is he doing and, and what is he to you? And uh, she said Whitney's answer was, oh, he's nothing. He's just a run, running, you know, he's just, a, he's just an errand boy. You know, he's just a, a, a runner. You know, in the, in the fact that he was just her supplier, like, you know, running errands, running, getting her cocaine and that kind of thing. Well, he, of course, has denied that. And a representative came uh, out today for him and said that uh, he didn't know anything about her being on cocaine. Now, that I don't believe. I'm not so quick to believe that he was her supplier, although he could have been. Um, but I don't believe he did not know that she was doing any drugs. I just don't believe that. Yeah. You know, you you had a person. That would kind of be hard being in a relationship with somebody like that and you were, you know what I mean, and you're not doing it. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. So, uh, you know, she was saying, that's how come he was so emotional at the funeral. You know, her family didn't even act like that when they were, uh, had lifted that casket up and took it out of the church. Um, he reached up and was, you know, crying so and touching the casket and carrying on. She said, her own family didn't act like that. So that was guilt. That was that was it right there. That was guilt. And I said, just thought to myself, you know, that's something for you to come out and just, you know, put that man out there like that. I mean, if you believe uh, that strongly that he's done that, you know, where were you all in all of this? And she kept pointing the finger at other people. Where are all the people who said they loved her? Where are all the, where were these people at when she was doing it? Well, where were you? <laughs> you're right. You got your finger pointed at somebody else. You know, when you point one, four, the five, four, I'm pointing back at you. Oh, correct. So, That's so true. I don't know. I don't know. You know, I, I guess everybody's just so upset that, that Whitney is now gone. And I guess even in her... Sister-in-law's case, she sees things that she probably could have done differently, you know. But, yeah. uh, but when, when, normally when you're a cash cow for everybody, people really, that's thats just like the Michael Jackson situation, people really just don't have enough balls to tell you no. When, you know, in a real situation, oh, you know, somebody out of the group. Cut off. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but in a real situation, somebody out of the group is going to say, look, y'all, this is crazy. Right. Or, you know, I'm not going to be part of this. But when, when they're mega stars, you know who, who's who's the voice of reason. That's right. They do allow them a lot of times to uh, do and say and get away with all kinds of things that you know they probably wouldn't if it were me or you. 
you know, we got took somewhere and, and been in somebody's intervention. <laughs> really? Mm, I tell you, it's something. I mean, I've never experienced that firsthand. Um, but, you know, it, it does happen all the time. And that's a break, sounds like. Yeah, we're coming up on a break, ladies. Well, let's do it. All right. We'll be out of here for a couple of minutes, and we'll be back. What? We'll be right back. But if you want to give us a call, give us a call at 323-784-9638 and press 1 to speak to the host. And just like a best friend, the soul of America Radio will be here each and every week just for you. Everybody, Hello. make it back over. Okay. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> well, ladies, as you know, tonight we're going to be talking about this natural hair that grows on our heads. Yeah. And how it's getting back in in vogue, I guess. You know, start voguing. <laughs> I never could do that dance. Yeah. And it has absolutely uh, uh, come back in style, I guess, um, into the mainstream. 
We've got a uh, we've got a, a big time guest here tonight, don't we? Yes, I think we do. All righty, uh, Miss Keisha Sharp. She is called the Natural Hair Diva. Natural. Natural. Natural deep. Hello, ladies. Hello. How are y'all doing tonight? We're doing great. And you? I am awesome. Awesome, awesome. Our Monday night. Too much energy. Uh, Absolutely. You sound it. (laughs) That's great. I am blessed. I am blessed. Just glad glad to be here and, uh, you know, Really thankful any time that I have an opportunity uh, to talk about natural hair and really, really not just about hair but about women loving themselves. So I'm just really appreciative of of the opportunity tonight. So I just and I and I enjoy what I do. So and we can tell by uh, uh, your uh, looking at your blogs and uh, your websites and things. Um, I see that you are a corporate spokesperson by day and a natural hair guru by night. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> and, and, you, and, you know, listen, the funny thing about that is, you know, you have to, let me just go ahead and say this, you have to be careful sometimes about doing that because I, um, I'm i three years now uh, into the natural hair arena, and uh, you know how they, they say in the church when you're generated to join the church and, you know, they say you come by way of Christian experience. Well, I come by way of natural hair experience. Um, uh-huh. I, you know, I, I kind of, <laughs> I kind of got into this whole, um, whole, I would say, ordeal initially because of a, a perm gone bad. Um, a young lady took some chemicals in my hair and then did not rinse those off. So, I had to start a journey, and I began the journey not because I wanted to make a statement, not because I. I you know, I just had to have this deeper understanding of my own hair, and this, I had this cultural awakening. No, none of that. I had a perm and left off my hair too long, and I said, you know what, enough. There there has to be another way, even if it means wigs. I'm not p- putting chemicals at the top of my head anymore. So I, um, I, I talk a lot about my experience, and particularly, too, uh, not just the experience in natural hair, but but in being in corporate America and having to intertwine walking on the natural hair journey with and, and incorporating it with the rest of your life, you know, right. because it it, right. it invades every aspect of your life in, in, in ways that you don't think. You know, I'm fortunate. I'm, I'm married and I have a husband who has been very supportive. I can't tell you the number of women who say, my boyfriend, my husband is not feeling this natural hair deal. What do I do? I sympathize and I empathize with that because what do you do if this is the person that you love and they're not supportive of, of something that's so near and dear to so many women? There's another aspect, corporate America. I work in corporate America. I'm a spokesperson. I'm a public face for a company. So I had to... With fear and trembling, decide to go that route as well. So there are just so many different aspects of it. Absolutely. Um, we were um, Janice and I were talking uh, last night a little bit about this, and um, we had you know come up with just a few things. We were thinking um, that you know besides, say for instance, uh, what happened with you um, sure. was the reason that you. Uh, started to investigate and started to go down that natural hair journey, start that natural hair journey. Um, we thought about other women who may, uh, for whatever reason, have to do it, you know, f- 
for other reasons, say, for instance, uh, medical reasons. Mm-hmm. Sure, sure. Um, for sure. You know, we thought about the fact that disease uh, could cause it, um, you know, nutrition. Um, yeah. All those things impact your hair. Uh, women of a certain age uh, go through things yeah. with uh, their hair. <laughs> Menopause. Yeah, and menopause, absolutely. It, it affects your hair. Um, so um, a, a lot of women may, you know, may do it for those reasons uh, as well. You know, I, I think it's just mm-hmm. about becoming smarter. I'm, I'm sorry. You you can go ahead on. I don't mean to jump in. No, go right ahead. I, I think we're just, I think we're becoming smarter as, as a people now because it's not a matter anymore of anyone telling you and telling me what makes us the most beautiful. When I, when I first started out, I, I I sometimes go to different groups and I talk about uh, my journey. I talk about why I started. I talk about the emotions I feel on the journey. I talk about working in corporate America. I talk about my basically. And I think it's, it's an awakening that we're experiencing as a culture and, and I frequently have said in the past, there is no other culture on this planet, I, I don't believe, that would have to, at this point, go back and redefine and reinvent mm-hmm. and, and really relearn their own original hair texture. We are in the middle of, of, a, of a movement. We're in the middle of a, a, a major movement. But I... But right. It, it is precarious to me, but it also saddens me a little bit that our culture would have to do that at this point because we have, in my opinion, by doing some of the things that we've done in the past, it's been a rejection of, of self, a rejection of what yes. we came to this earth, earth with. You know, there, there are women in their 50s, I see them, stylists continue to put chemicals on their scalp knowing they have their hair is thin, knowing that right. it's not best for their hair. You know, they, I mean, yeah. again, I, I think it's just us becoming wiser and getting more information. And the same thing that you can do, that someone says you can do, with chemicals being slapped on your on your scalp, and I'm not talking that if there are those who still do that, because guess what? I did it for years, and had I not had that accident, probably still would be doing it. Right. But we're, we're just becoming wiser, and I think it's I think it's time. It's, it's just it's time. The same thing that you can do with having your hair chemical process, our hair can do without the chemicals being added. <laughs> Absolutely. I, I, Absolutely. I, straighten my, I straighten my hair. People say, oh, you, I thought you were the natural hair diva. You, you, you've gotten your hair straightened. I absolutely do, and I am still the natural hair diva. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. We, just, we, we go back to how we used to do it when Mom and them did our hair when we were little. We sat down. Right. They put a hot instrument to our heads, and they straighten our hair, and it and it worked wonderfully. Absolutely, and uh, yeah, because it's. I mean, that doesn't take away from it being natural because it's straight. They don't understand that uh, natural. Exactly. Life, that just means that it does not have the chemicals in it. Uh, That's right. And those chemicals are really. I mean, they're really bad for us. Uh, a lot of times, we don't understand. We don't have. You know, beauticians a lot of times that will, or stylists, or whatever they're calling themselves today, that will talk to us about that, um, you know, and tell us what some of the recurrent problems may be or, or, you know, um, that the chemicals are really dangerous. You know, the FDA says that hair relaxers and dyes are among their top consumer complaints. 
You know, people have allergies to those things, uh, and you know, but they don't realize that that's what it is, and they just continue. And their and their stylist doesn't tell them. You know, uh, I'm not saying they all don't. Some of them may, but a lot of times they don't. You know, and they just yeah. allow them to continue to come and um, put the creamy crack in their head. <laughs> That's right. That's right. That's right. You know, if, if it's working for you, if if you if you wearing a perm is working for you, your hair is healthy, uh, it's not causing you any uh, physical problems. Uh, then by all means, continue to do that if that's what you love to do. I'm not knocking that. Um, all of the ladies that you're talking to on this panel are natural, um, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you know have been made that choice um, to to do that for various reasons. Um, but, you know, if they're continuing to do that, I'm not knocking that. I'm not one of those, uh, what do they call them, the natural hair Nazis <laughs> that go around. I saw some yeah. stuff on YouTube today. <laughs> yeah. Go around passing out pamphlets and saying you're, you hate yourself and you're, you know, you're killing yourself with these chemicals and you're doing this. I'm not that person. You know, if you wow. ask me about my natural hair or how I got started, I'm glad to tell you, t- glad to t- share it with you, tell you my journey. But I'm not going to force it on you, you know. Um, I, I love that, and isn't that, isn't that ridiculous how we we can take things? Because at, at no point has my message ever been, if you don't have natural hair, you don't know what's in. That that has not ever been my message. But my message has always been, just like you said, I, I couldn't have said it any better. Listen, we're not knocking you if that's the route you choose to go. But if you're if you're interested in exploring a different path, if you're interested in, in life after the chemicals, then guess what? Here's another option. And 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 then that that it saddens me. I don't know about you, but it saddens yeah. me sometimes oh, that yeah. we can take any issue and use it instead of using this because this is such a tremendous opportunity to connect with women. It's such a tremendous opportunity to to really get behind something and and be together. You know, just be That's together true. on an issue. And uh, we use sometimes the simplest and sometimes the silliest things to just be divisive issues. But I refuse to go there. Um, I just I think we're in the middle of something that, if we look at it, is so beautiful and I think it's so wonderful. And, and I strongly believe that this will transcend just a fad. I'm, I'm very right. specific in, in my wording and in my choice of wording, and I call it a movement because there is a there is a momentum behind it, and, and not only a momentum, right. we've seen plenty of momentum behind plenty of fans, but with this, I think it's a little different because you, you have lasting examples. You have women who are going into the workplace. You have women who are successful on the job in all facets of life, and they're right. modeling this, and they're ambassadors. But now women not only say, well, I wish I could do that. You know, we, we've eliminated all the excuses. You know, you see women in various textures, you know, in various positions across various. I saw women on my job sporting natural hair, and I said, if they can do it, uh, I I can do that. I can put my own twist on it, and I can do it too. So I I just think we're in the middle of something that when we walk back, we're going to say it's phenomenal when we look back on it. Oh, absolutely. Janine, could you have some Things that you want to talk to Keith about? Jenny? <laughs> <laughs> Hello? Okay. <laughs> 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 My tree now, but she was just here. 
Hey, this I'm is George. And um, I know you crying yourself as the natural hair diva. How did you get that name? <laughs> you know, it, it, it uh, that that always comes up, and I always get so tickled when people call me what I call myself. Right. I, um, I it, it starts really as a joke, but but then again, really not a joke. Really a, a lighthearted way of affirming myself, because my my journey started out any anything but me being the natural hair diva and thinking that I was a diva with my natural hair. My journey started off with an honest, refreshing, cry to God thinking, uh, what in the world, you know, what what will I do, uh, what what will I do with this hair that you've given me, um, what, what have you done, why does my hair look like that, that's how I want my hair to look. Okay, why don't I have that kind of hair where I wake up, put water on it, shake it, and I and go, and I have all these wonderful <laughs> curls in it. So I, I literally did that and, and named myself that because I prayed, and what God, uh, trans- the woman that he transformed me into was really nothing short of, phen- short of phenomenal. So I, I was so uh, confident and I was so resolute in my walk, and I remain so confident and I remain so resolute in my walk. And, and all it is is that Kisa is comfortable in her own skin. So I have no problem calling myself a diva because for almost 37 years I thought of myself uh, as much less of being a diva in my own hair, in my own skin, with my own hair. I could not see that. I would have said I had bad hair. I would have said I, I, I didn't like my hair. But when he transformed my thought process and I looked and I saw Kisa, the mask was off, I thought, you know what? God didn't create junk. So whatever he gave me atop my head is what I accept and what I will strut in. So I, it's just it's birthed out of the, the confidence. And, I, you know, Joy, I cannot... You know, I can't open up every woman's head and and pour that information into them and make them see that. But here's what I can do. I can walk in in the confidence, and and it's so far-reaching to me. The way God deals with me on on this issue is it's not just about the hair. It's about being comfortable with the skin that you're in. Um, Transparency note here with myself. Joy, you've known me a, a little while, so... I, as a woman, we go through seasons in life, we go through different things, and one of the things that I, I have to deal with at certain times is, I, you know, I, I have a, an ideal weight. God knows I do. Sometimes <laughs> I'm right on that. <laughs> I have one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, I have a, a vision. I mean, you know, a, a confession. And, you know, I'm, there are times I'm good and I'm, I'm right there on that weight. And there are times I've missed the mark a little bit. But, but guess what? I learned I'm not alone. There are lots of women yeah, in right. the public eye, out of the public eye. But, but the thing that God has taught me is I don't care if I'm, if I'm a size 8, I don't care if I'm a size 10, I don't care if I'm a size 16. I'm walking in the skin that he has given me. And I'm, I'm, and it goes back to again affirming me because there's something about me 
that just will not change. Now, I'm the type of person I don't settle, so I'll, I'll work it out. But we go through those peaks and highs and lows, and this may be something, I'm not confessing this, but this may be something that I have to watch for the rest of my life. But the whole, it, it doesn't matter how it changes. The fact that right. it doesn't change, that this will be Kisa on the inside. And to me, that's my overarching message, whether it be about the hair, whether it be about the skin you're in, the shape. Nobody has my hips, nobody has my lips, nobody has the texture of my hair. You know what? God gave this to me. He designed right. me from the foundation of the earth. So you know what? Oh, nobody yeah. else can be Kisa. <laughs> nobody else can be Joy. Nobody else can be any of us ladies. No one. So guess what? What a disservice that we do to this world if we don't walk fully, fully in what he's given us. And I'm not talking about, okay, I get to my ideal weight, I'll feel. No. Right. No, 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 no. Right now. Because, each, right now. you know, we never get those moments. We never get those moments back. So, you know, I, I'm accustomed to wearing a mask. I was a broadcaster for years. There is a look that you conform to. There is a tone you conform to. There's a speech that you conform to. I'm still right. somewhat familiar with that because I'm a corporate spokesperson. But more of Kisa is, is is melding into that. You get you get more peace. I mean, listen, I've gone on uh, on television uh, here locally and beyond with uh, braids in my hair. I mean, my mom has braided my hair back like she did when I was young. Now, I, I'm not on there looking like uh, looking foolish, but she. I mean, I've I've gone on and and done interviews with a braided style with two strand twists in the front and my hair braided to the back or braided to the side or whatever. That's where we're living in because guess what? My intelligence and my natural ability is not hindered by my natural look. Yeah. That's right. right. Amen. Amen. That was a long answer to say that I started (laughs) anything. (laughs) She's accustomed to it. I started anything but thinking that I was the natural hair diva. But by the time the transformation hit, by the time God gave me an acceptance and a, and a love for it, that's who Kisa embodies. But my message is I'm just not the natural hair diva. Any and every lady is the natural hair diva if she embraces what she's been given. Amen. Right now, 
and want to speak to the host, press 1 if you're listening via phone. And you will be connected to the host. If you're listening over the Internet and want to speak, pick up your phone and dial 323-784-9638 and press 1. Information. Relationships. Current topics in the African-American community. And like a best friend, every week, the soul of America Radio will be here for you. The best in talk radio right here on SOAR. You're listening to the soul of America Radio. I'm a real woman. Been down this road before. Now that's a natural hair diva right there, old Jill. I love wow. her. <laughs> Most definitely. Now, Kisa, before well, we get back you... into this and get everything started up, um, yes. did you have any events you wanted to throw out there? Yes, I wanted to encourage women. Uh, coming up tomorrow, um, I we have a, a couple of support groups. When I, one of the things that I try to encourage encourage women to do on the natural hair journey is to make sure that they are part of a support group. One of those groups uh, here in Birmingham is called Birmingham Natural Beauties. They will actually have an event coming up tomorrow at Rib It Up, uh, and it's on First Avenue North, uh, starting at 5:30 until about 8:30. Um, and women who want to come out and who want to fellowship, be around, and connect with other women, other natural hair wearers, uh, are encouraged to come out there. You know, it, it's it's um, again, I just I always encourage. I've actually written a book, and it's called um, an Easy Natural Hair Care Guide, and it's it's one of the, the one of the laws I think of of having a successful natural hair journey. Just making sure that you connect with other women. So again, that event starts tomorrow, and I, I told uh, some of the organizers of the group that I would mention it tonight uh, for those who want to come. Uh, it Birmingham Natural Beauties at Gmail dot com is the email address for people who want to attend, and the event is called Tress Relief. But uh, it's open for anyone who wants to come out and, and fellowship with fellow naturalistas and and find some support. Naturalistas, that's a good term. Naturalistas, yes. Natural. I I, I call <laughs> other women naturalistas. <laughs> yes. Well, now my 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 uh, co-host Gwen, when she and I was talking, I 
found out, you know, I'm natural, but I, I just, you know, I found out I'm wearing a wash and go. So I'm yeah. Like, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, I've done those too. Yeah, and, and <laughs> funny story, funny story about the wash and go with me though. <laughs> um, when I first did it, I, that that was one of the reasons that I that I, I was mortified when I saw my hair. I was like, God, this didn't. No, this this is just not what it, I want it to look like. I have a different idea <laughs> of the type Absolutely. of pattern I'm supposed to have. I mean, come on now, let's, you know, let's get it together. So, but now I love it. My curl pattern is my curl pattern, and my hair is my curls are a little tighter, a little coilier. But you know, but guess what? It's mine, and they're curls mm-hmm. nonetheless. They just look a little different. But all it is is just right. an adjustment of our view. You know, we we have this this idea, oh, this loose wave pattern and long flowing hair. I mean, that, that, if, if that's what you have, great. But if it's not, redefine your yeah. definition of beauty. Right. That's right. Absolutely. Uh, I had to come to terms with that as well. I'm pretty sure I'm probably a, a four A or B somewhere around in there. Um, sure. And. And and my hair was the same way when I first started uh, this natural journey. I, it didn't do what I, like you said, what I thought it should have been doing. And I yes. thought, ooh, boy, boy, what am I doing here? And yeah. uh, I just I just started to really embrace it and just, just like you, just say, okay, this is what I have. This is what I got to yes. work with. So now I got to figure out what products yeah. work best for me and, you know, what kind of styles I want to try. And I mean, I was, in the very beginning, oh, I was so gung-ho and happy about it. I was just hyped. Everybody I <laughs> saw, I was just, you know, wanting them to say something about my hair. And a lot yeah. of times, all I got all I got was stares, like, what you doing? What is wrong with <laughs> yeah. your head? I mean, I, yeah. I've even heard that. What is wrong with your head? Yeah. And, Where are you uh, going through? You know. Yeah. yeah, you know what? What's wrong? You need some money. You need to get yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's wrong with you? See? <laughs> but that's that's funny yeah. because like with me, I got my hair cut. It was shoulder length at the time when I got really? it cut this last time, and my hair has always been able to grow. And I've been the type. Well, when I get a cut, I, I like to get a serious cut on my hair. Don't don't be you know just clipping my ends. Yeah. And the first time I got a serious cut on my hair, a girlfriend of mine, she watched as my hair left my head going to the floor. And with each cut, she's just watching my hair fall to the floor and stuff. And she's like, Janice, do you know she's cutting all your hair off? And I'm like, um, Mildred, just, just, you need to go because we were in junior college and I was over at the um, cosmetology department. I said, you need to just leave because at the time, this was in the early 80s, she was already wearing... Um, Extensions, and mm-hmm. she would go all the way to Birmingham. I mean Boston to visit her people during the summer, and she'd come back with the long braids and stuff. And uh, you know that was just something that had just really started off. But I've never been the type to been fixated on my hair determining who I am. Uh, mm-hmm. It doesn't make me any more beautiful. It doesn't make me any more desirable. But I can understand certain people. You want certain things from your partner or whatever like that, but I really hate men that try to keep you closed in a box to where you have to have all this long, flowing hair. Thank you. you know, it's got to be silky and flying back in the wind like your scarlet or hair or thank somebody. You. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Well, yeah. And, you know, thank God. And let me just say thank God for the men who do accept because, you know what, there are the men out there because, <laughs> listen, the men who want Beyonce, I mean, not no knock on Beyonce, but who want that type? Right. 
you know, newsflash. That, you know, they're often not, you know, that that's not the person that you're really going to wake up to in the morning. You know, that that's right. an addition, that's older addition. <laughs> exactly. And, I, and I'm saying, listen, if you want to do that, great. I have the, the type of husband, I think if I wanted to be Beyonce one day, if I wanted to be Jill Scott the next day, if I wanted yeah, to be somebody yeah. else the next day, I think he'd just go with me, okay? I, I really do. Right. He might have a little talk with me, but I think he'd still fundamentally <laughs> love me. But, but you know, shout out to the men who, who are because in our culture, you know, prayerfully men will begin to understand that their support is so critical because how hurtful oh, yes. would it have been? See, I was single at the time I started this natural hair journey, and, and uh, the man came after, the, the real man, uh, the okay, one, right. came after, okay, after that. Mm-hmm. So I already had enough to, uh, you know, Joy mentioned the natural hair diva. I was already the natural hair diva. So, you know, it was a choice where I don't, you know, if I'm, if someone approached me, I think they had to fall in line with what I was doing. And I didn't carry it, carry myself arrogantly, but I was just so confident. You don't have to write, you don't have to accept this. I've already accepted me. I've already put a stamp of approval on myself. Either you're going to but here's the deal. I think it's that confidence that men kind of say, you know what, I like that. I don't know what that is, yeah. but I like that. I, I, I may even, I may not even understand fully what this is about, but I like her. It's, it's something. You understand? Because there are men out there who are willing to go deeper, and and I maintain this anyway. You know how you get them is how you'll have to how you have to. Keep them. So if you're going to oh, yeah. get me with the long hair and and the falsities. You know, I mean, I don't want my relationship built on a on a tail, and um, or on a how can I say this? Built on falsehood, I guess you could say. But and, I'm, and I have to be careful when I say that because let me let me be careful because I'll throw on a wig in a minute if that's what I feel like I want to do. I'll do that. That right. doesn't stop me from being the natural hair diva. That's our option as a woman. You understand what I mean? But hopefully, mm-hmm. our men and our culture will come up and catch up and say, you know. Let me strive to understand from a deeper meaning. This really is a health issue with my wife or my woman putting these chemicals on top of her head. What what are these chemicals doing to her hair? What are they doing to her esteem, to her person? And and just, you know, personally, we we will have a a group of men. And I believe it's coming because, you know what, we've got to start. We've got to educate ourselves. We've got to love ourselves. And when we start doing that, when we start embracing ourselves, and I mean, I think I even, you know, giving myself that name, I think I got an attitude. And I'm sorry, I'm talking. Just jump in, y'all. Really? No, that's I kind of got it. I kind of have gotten excited thinking about this. I mean, I had the attitude, you know. I mean, I, I took my dress to a, a, another level because that's what I was feeling, and that's how I feel, you know. I, that's what I feel, and so I think when when a woman embraces. Whom she is, and to me, I can't. I, I embrace something. I kicked out a door, an old door of okay. Well, who am I? And I mean, to me, so to me, it's no accident that the husband came after that. Before he couldn't have come because I, I wasn't even a. I wasn't even sure what Kisa wanted. I may not have even known who Kisa was, and some people say, "Oh, you're. Oh, that's just you're. You know, you're out there. You're out there now. Your hair did all of that. Yeah, it did for me." It did for me because I, I got a chance to finally look at myself and say, okay, you know, you you no running now, no no hiding mm-hmm. with him, no hiding anymore. This is who you are, and 
for lack of a better word, when I begin to touch and, and feel my own hair, I call it a spiritual experience because for me it was the first time in over 30 years that I had actually touched and really seen my own hair. And to me that was a phenomenal experience. I began getting chemical, my hair chemically relaxed at age nine. Okay. 30 years. Yeah. Three decades. Well, that's that. a long time. Well, that's like most of us. I, I think I know I went about that long myself. Yeah. That's a that's a long time. It is. Well, long I, I'll time. just I'll just go ahead and confess though. My my reason for going natural was purely economic. <laughs> right. And, that, and that's that. a great and that's a great reason. <laughs> hey, that's a great reason. Right. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. You know how much great money reason. you save. Yeah. yeah. We talked about that last night. How much uh, just going and having the uh, the the, the the relaxer done, and, you know, then if you want color or if you want to cut all that's extra, and then, you know, sometimes the style is even extra. So, you know, you can, you can look at coming out of there, you know, paying a pretty good penny, you know, $100, $150 a walk. Right. Um, and let's, let's but, not talk know, about my, my, time. My natural hair doesn't cost me anything. <laughs> exactly. Let's, and let's not talk about the time. I mean, that that probably was my number one pet peeve, just the time that was Ooh. spent. And I'm, and I'm there. Oh. And to me, time is money. I, you know, I work eight-hour shift, nine-hour shift, ten-hour shift sometimes, and to have to go and pull a shift in the salon, that was the toughest thing, and that was a motivator for me understanding how to do some things. And I feel my hair is I, um, is, now I trim my hair. I mean, I'm, I'm really a, a, a do-it-yourselfer when it comes to natural hair. I looked at my hair recently, and my hair is probably the longest, that it has ever been, and I and I put a serious trim on it just a couple of days ago because I because I thought you know what this is what you need, but my hair is in the healthiest shape quite possibly than it has ever been. I've, I've never seen my, my hair too. really at this length. You would you would say the my same thing? Mm-hmm. I would. Wow. I would say the same thing. I have locks now, and um, wow. I would say the, the exact same thing. It's the healthiest it's ever been. It's the thickest it's ever been. I've always had. Uh, thin hair or fine hair, and when I was getting perms, it just seemed like it was just, uh, I mean, you could almost see through it, you know. Mm. Um, it it, it wow. never got uh, below my chin in, in length, and I just it just seemed like I just couldn't do anything, and then that was my reason for, for changing over. I was sick and tired of it being in that state, and I just decided that's it. I'm going to transition wow. out of it and... Just see what my natural hair can do because these perms aren't working. Yeah. And I just started, you know, letting it grow out. And as it would grow out, I'd clip a little bit. It grow out mm. some more. I'd clip a little bit. I might wear braids for a little while. You know, micro braids. I might uh, wear wigs. I wore wigs for a whole year, uh, letting it grow mm. out. And yes. when it finally yes. got to a state where I could clip off that last little bit of perm, that's what I did. I just put the scissors yeah. and did that. Wasn't a big chalk because I didn't cut it, you know, all off. But I just cut the perm off, and there it was. That's what I had. You know, I wore the TWA, the little teeny weeny afro. Yeah, <laughs> I wore that for a while. 
embraced you, you my just husband. You gave everybody the steps to, to transition, and I love that. You, you know, I, and I, that's one of the things that I talk about in my book. You, you just gave people, you know, and, I, and for those who are listening, you just gave them the steps to transition. You, you can, Absolutely. there's so many different ways you can do it. You can do it with the wigs, and your story sounds so similar to mine. And, you know, this is good because though, these are some of the things that I've written about in my book. You know, I, and I'm not a person who just says, oh, I'm going to push my book because I want sales. No, I'm about information, and I'm, that's the biggest thing, you know, and, and the information comes from the sharing. And that's one of the things that I talk about, the number one question, how do I transition? How do I do this natural hair thing? That's one of the things I talk about, and I, I absolutely love that you said that. that. That was a key to transitioning, just giving people more options on what to do. Absolutely love it. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I, I have enjoyed my journey. I have been, now my hair is locked, and it's been locked for 17 months. And mm. like I said, it's the longest it's ever been. It, it's healthy. It's growing every day, and I, I'm just in love with it. You know, I just, yeah. I will never, ever go back to, to you know, doing anything different than what I'm doing right now. And uh, I, I just encourage everybody to, you know, at least try it if you, because, I mean, it's not something that that's going to hurt you. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Something that's going to hurt that. you. Well, yeah, let me you, ask you a question. Get... Let me ask a question. Let me ask mm-hmm. a question. Was your journey hard? Was it difficult? Some people think, oh, it'll just be too hard. I can never do oh, no. that. Um, it was hard in in that um, I had a little opposition, you know, right here in my own home. Uh, my husband was not very happy with it. I mean, he thought, "What are you doing? You know, why are you? Why would you cut your? Why would you cut your hair? Or you know, why are you wearing that little afro? That that's not for everybody, you know." And I just really had to embrace him and let him know that. It's for me. This is my hair. This is what I have. This is what I'm working with. You know, would you rather me continue to, you know, use the creamy crack and um, have it, you know, falling out? Day by day? You know, every day it's falling out more. It's spinning mm-hmm. more. Um, that's, mm-hmm. that's not – I'm not happy with that. So, you know, I'm doing this because this makes me happy. Um, and he slowly has come around. You know, he, he really likes the locks now, uh, especially mm-hmm. since they – have um, grown because you know you, you go you go through a little bit of an ugly stage with them as well, <laughs> to where they're doing all they're doing all kind of stuff you don't know what they're supposed to be doing. But um, it has really been an experience so much so so my fourteen year old daughter is transitioning right now. Um, she wow. does she hasn't had a perm in about nine months, and her hair is as healthy as it's ever been. She's always had a pretty nice uh, length to her hair. And it's always been in pretty good condition, but it's really now it's as healthy as it's ever been. She, she does. I was flat ironing it for a while. Now she doesn't even want that. She's just been wearing it natural. She loves it, and I'm just so surprised and happy with that. <laughs> um, okay, so we're gonna have to have you back on the show. Yes. Hey, uh, I'll come back gladly. <laughs> you have been a, a melting pot of information, and, and Gwen too, because Gwen educated me real good last night. Um, we want to thank you for coming. Thanks so much. Uh, for people who want more information, can I say uh, the natural yes. hair diva dot com? P H E 
NaturalHairDiva.com. There also uh, is an e-book for people who want a copy of some books. They can download it from Amazon. Thanks, ladies. I have totally enjoyed tonight. Thank you so much, Diva. You're welcome. And I guess we'll see you guys next week at 8 o'clock for In the Ladies Room. Stay tuned for our other shows this week, uh, Tuesday, possibly Wednesday, and of course, Dr. Bo on Thursday, and Bobby Collins Live on Friday.